last weekend this week going on this week it was a eventful one of course and we're gonna discuss it all but first we're gonna ask bianca how she doing and then we're gonna do a little recap of all the little juicy juiciness that was uh, happening oh okay so I, i'm doing good i could complain but it wouldn't do no good so mm-hmm. i won't complain girl I didn't have some good days. I didn't have some bad days. Look, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Because you know, when you start getting into that song, you can't, you just can't turn off singing that song. Cause you know, that's 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 the jam. That's the bop. But let's go ahead and just, you know, go ahead and get our bellies full of laughter and uh and go ahead and just laugh about Trump having corona. That Rona, that Rona Rona. And tears. Child, now I personally believe, and this is just me because, of course, we know he's a habitual liar. I believe that he had corona when he was on that debate stage. I honestly believe he had coronavirus and still went out on that debate stage and debated and looked the damn fool, acted the damn fool. And what what was the event? They They call it the White House super spreader event. That basically, how many people got affected, infected by that? Like, I think, it, I, you know what, I'm not going to lie. I don't remember the numbers, but I know they said a handful because, right, the vice president and his wife were there, but they didn't have it. Mm-hmm. And but then I don't they did say some of the staff got it, you know, and then mm-hmm. obviously some of the press got it. We know that his um, press secretary got it. Yeah, his wife got it. Um, right, uh, and he had no problem saying that it was her fault that everyone got it. He he threw that <laughs> ass underneath the bus before. Uh, I'm not too sure it was her fault because we don't actually know who got it because I know a pastor got it, which I was like, hmm. I'm going to say it's everyone's fault though because nobody yeah. was wearing masks. This administration has not been very, um, what's the appropriate word? How do you say this politically? This administration it's has dumbasses. not been very careful on the spread of the virus because they don't fucking think it exists so you know i'm not upset that anybody got sick um i'm not upset that he got sick i'll go ahead and say it you get no tears from me you know i think it's bullshit that you got sick and you have privilege to the best doctors in the world while you know what is it two hundred thousand families lost family members or you know have died so that means mm-hmm. million uh 200,000 plus people have family members that they've lost and they didn't have the same pleasure that you have so here you are walking around careless and people have lost loved ones and they don't even have the good health care that you have they don't if they're like me they're unemployed and they have no health care so you know they're paying and stressing over those medical bills yep. while your ass is looking like an orange plugged up to all the good shit and you're just nonchalant walking around here spreading the virus. Well, that's my thing with, with it because he went and got in the uh, car, I think the day before he left and wanted to ride around and wave at the people, which I thought was grossly like irresponsible. Oh, you're not the, you can't do that. Well, I'm sorry. Well, well, the thing is you're spreading that like that person who's driving you, the people in the hospital, like you're spreading that just because you wanted to have a photo op. And then you leave the hospital early. You have not tested negative. You went there for a reason, which we still don't fully get the answers. When would when did you before you even caught corona? When was your last negative test? 
What was the day of your first positive test? You know, what was all this stuff? When was, you know, he, we still have no answers because they're trying to hide behind HIPAA. You know, were you on a breathing or were you on a ventilator? A ventilator? Because we clearly saw when you tried to do your big performative acting and you got, and you got uh, air lifted back home and you got on that White House lawn and all that stuff. We clearly saw you gasping for breath like you was about to damn near croak over we I saw mean, that in general, with he's in bad shape though so that you know that but that i mean we, we clearly saw you were not negative at that point you were super spreader and you went up there and you took your mask off and then you wanted to have the audacity to say well i'm moving to the white house to work it's like well why would you do that? So now the people have to, you know, and then you had an event. It's like, so now tailors who, you know, people who have to dress you for your suit, people who do your hair, people who cook your, you know, who cook your food, all of these people, do they have the same health care that you have? Do they have this right. phenomenal health care? They because have access we, to everything. Exactly. Yeah, we, the American people pay your you know, medical bills, which I am very annoyed that you got, you know, you wanted to be out here living your best careless life, making fun of Joe Biden in in the uh, debate saying that he wears the biggest mask you've ever seen. And then here you come a couple of days later coming out saying that you got Corona and now we got to pay for you having the Rona. I mean, come on. And my whole thing is I wasn't sad one bit when everybody who got infected got infected because I was just like, uh, my grandma always told me this. A hard head makes a soft huh. ass. And I know they asses is hurting. Because it didn't just hit one. It didn't just hit two. It was more than five and six. It, it was hitting everybody who said, come get me. All those people who was in the news always saying that it was fake and all this stuff. Pow, 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 pow. It was just going around. And, and, and I don't mind it. Because if you, and, and then for the people who came out on Saturday, and saw Trump speak. You have got to be the stupidest of the stupidest of the stupidest. Because if this man openly has Corona and you go to the White House for an event for what? Why are you going to the White House for an event if you know he got Corona? You all are so stupid. Like, come on, y'all. Y'all, y'all just, we come on now. And then I think it was like a, for black Republicans or something like that, which I was even more like, nah, I know your mama and daddy would call you dumb. Well, I know they would. But, I, you know, and so then we had the debate that we saw last week. I personally thought the vice presidential debate was just, it didn't change my mind. It didn't change my mind at all. It wasn't as juicy as I wanted it to be, though. Mm-hmm. I was expecting it to be like, uber juicy it was it was a typical debate i think it was like uh, i don't know i think i hyped it up in my mind too much because i really thought i really was expecting like some super shade and stuff but everybody was an adult which is better than what i could say for the two president elects well but- I mean, uh, no i'm not gonna say that uh it's really donald trump who's not an adult he was like a five-year-old child but my thing was the thing about that i I'll always have hated about uh uh, uh, what's his name? Mike Pence is that he does not answer questions fully. He will go on a tangent and answer answer a whole different question, and it showed again during this debate. He does not want to ask the. He does not want to answer the hard questions. He basically avoided the black question and but you know what? In all, fairness, back. in all fairness to Mike, 
you can't you can't answer those questions right because we all know the answers because your boss has showed us time and time again what the answers so anything you would have said would have been a lie so i appreciate no, you you answer the questions of, as, as to what the real policies are you answer the questions of what you really did you answer the questions as to what uh you know what's really you know you don't try to say like the media lied about the stand by and stand back the media didn't lie he literally said stand by and stand back you know the if, if the most interesting thing that came out of that debate was a fly sitting on top of his head you know what i'm saying then that's a problem but i also like that uh kamala harris was just like hey you need to calm down shut it up i think that's why he didn't uh really push that oh, I'm going to be, you know, the one that's going to be talking over her. I think he tried it, and then she kind of let him know, this ain't the one, boo-boo. I mean, her faces were comical, though. I, I did like the faces because, you know, she got the the little side eye, like, boy, stop talking, uh, Mr. Vice President, it's my turn. I mean, she was on it. She really was on it. Now, that fly, that fly stole the show, okay? If you didn't see nothing else and you don't remember nothing else, that fly came in and those memes that were popping off off of it girl yeah my favorite one is still the one where i read it and it shows the fly and he and the flies on the cell phone and they're like oh my god did you see uh whatever they named the fly little johnny finally made the news i'm so proud of oh jesus lord girl i'm gonna have to repost it on our instagram page because the shit was so funny do you understand tears were that fly is fucking famous like yeah I that fly like, is famous i'm pretty sure that fly is dead by now but you know what he did his job you know he what i tell people his job okay this is my issue with like why i really don't want mike pence to be because what i tell people trump is one of those people he's crazy he does you know he his his brain does not function like a regular a, a human he really is just like um like he's he's a racist he's a bigot he's a monster he's all this stuff but if you think donald trump is bad mike pence is even worse is what i tell people mike pence has had has a very has a very disturbed background view of gay people of just he has a very old school mormon handmaid's tales type of thinking and with him as if something was to happen to Trump, you know, with him as president, you thought Trump was terrible. You let this man get some vice, you let this man get a little bit of power, he will even go more crazier than what he always is. As we know, he believes in shock therapy for gay people. He just has like a very hands made tail approach to women right. and their bodies. And, you know, he's one of those people who has that disturbed view of, Oh, you got raped and you had a baby. That was God's blessing to you. He's one of those people, you know, you know, you got some of those people lurking around who try to use, you know, rape as, uh, it, it was God's way of saying that you needed to have this baby. You know what I'm saying? So, so we know that, you know, those people exist and we kind of look at them like they're monsters. Well, he's a monster. You don't want a monster like that in, 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 to, to be president if something was to happen to Trump. So this is why I say I will never ever 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 give donald trump and mike pence my vote because i will not be uh in the handmaid's tale and if something was to happen to me i gotta stick a wire hanger on up there Uh uh-uh really no because you know that's what they were doing back in the day i mean i know that because you know i just 
think I've said it before and I'm just going to say it again. White, old, wrinkly men and women. Stay out of people's uterus. Thank I mean, you. if you're not a woman, every everybody should I don't want a woman in my too. uterus. I want me in yeah, my uterus. Stay out of my stuff. I don't tell men what to do or, you know, when y'all should get snip snips and whatnot. Stay out of my shit. You know, period. Mm-hmm. Stay yeah. out of it. But before we move on and start talking about uh, all this tea, you know what I'm saying, Tory Lanes and all this stuff, I do want to say something with, with the platform that I personally have. If you follow me on Twitter, if you have been looking at my Instagram stories, I know you've seen me talk about this. Uh, I've been aggressively tweeting about this. Uh, I want to talk about Nigeria, and I just want to let them know that I personally am standing with them on end SARS and that in police brutality. I've said this, uh, said this several times. Police brutality is a issue on a global scale. We just can't say Americans or this. You can go over to Europe. You can go to Canada. You can go over to Asia. It's so many stories we hear about police brutality pertaining to just you know in a worldwide situation in a global situation and it's even more heartbreaking when it's your own people when it's your own because we know africa is mostly black you know i mean come on now um and so when we hear about sars what sars is is that they made a special it was first sars stands for special anti uh, robbery squad and so it was built to like stop the robberies and stuff and all this this but basically they hard, do nothing but harass young people and this is the thing that gets me you nigeria has one of the biggest populations of youth you know in the world and so when you when we hear that young kids basic civil rights basic human rights you could get killed for doing you can get killed for having an iPhone. You can get killed for having headphones in your head, a computer bag and a nice computer, driving a nice car. You know, I mean, literally a, a woman was shot in the mouth because she, a man, a, a SARS police officer came up to her. She denied his advances. He shoved the gun in her mouth and shot her. I saw the one about the computer though. I did see the yeah. guy with the computer bag was beaten very badly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just stuff that we consider regular things to have here. Imagine just walking down the, you know, street with an iPhone and you getting brutally beat and and killed by police. They're stopping people and, you know, extorting money for them and saying that, you know, you don't give me this much money. And, you know, I'm going to be honest. How many how many Americans right now can just give me seven hundred dollars and be and, and be okay for tomorrow? And, and you know be able to make it but you know that's how they don't care and it's even more meaningful because the dollar amount is so terrible there because they have such a corrupt system that 700 dollars here if it hurts us it's hurting them even more you know that's because their right. dollar is so right. i mean it's super low like it's it's i think what two million i think i was doing it like six million dollars in uh Nigeria is like fifteen thousand dollars here. So that's just how off the dollar is, you know, just because of the corruption and the greed and the lies, you know? And it's it's it seriously is a big ass class class difference. You know, from rich to poor, it's you know, it's no in between. It's it's a total difference, you know? So I just want to let them know that you know, I am just one of those people. I stand up for what's right, what's right, it was wrong, is wrong. And I am 100% with them. They are these young, these, it, I 
what I tell people, the youth is taking this next generation that's coming, you know, my niece and nephew generation, they're going to be so powerful. And what I tell people, the reason why they're going to be so powerful, when I was kind of looking at it and I was breaking it down, it's honestly because our generation, the millennials, I guess we're from, are from millennials? Yeah, because after us is what, Gen X or something? Gen, yeah, like, something like that. I don't, even, I don't even know what this new generation is called. But I call it the TikTok generation. Okay. Because they always on TikTok, you know, and you know they always doing all that. So this TikTok generation is what I call them. I call them the TikTok generation. That's how I made up a whole name for these people. But if you think about it, they always on, you know, doing stuff on TikTok, and they, you know, they really did. But what I say is that the millennials, I feel like our generation was really a shift, and not taking back talk from a lot of people. You will not disrespect us. I don't care about how old you are. I don't care if you're white. I don't care if you this. I don't care, you know, if you're a police officer, you won't disrespect me. And I think that mindset, we are now raising these young children, you know, because you know how Liz is. And so she's raising Tony and Kennedy and she's raising them to be strong, to be outspoken, to not let people run over you. You know, if you see wrong, call it out. I don't care who it is. And I think when we were raised by our parents, it wasn't because it was just, you know, they were timid or shy. It's because they grew up in two different times. They grew up segregation and then they transferred over into integration. And so I think the still the mindset from segregation transferred with them they were still able, now they're able to, you know, integrate, but they still have some mindsets of segregation, you know? Right. And I, I mean, I think that's a big part of it, but then I think like, just like our parents' generation and, you know, our grandparents too, because I think we can say that mm-hmm. there comes a point in every generation where you're just like, I have had enough, you know? And I think this generation, especially the TikToks, as you like to call them, <laughs> lord have mercy i i think they get it you know like mm-hmm. they're like okay our parents are kind of like with the shit but they're like we're down for it but then someone was joking on instagram and put up a meme that was like how can you expect a generation that was raised off a of knuck if you buck parents to be calm <laughs> i mean where is the lie yeah look look back that thing up you know because the music, the music is what drives the people right music is something that is supposed to be like inclusive but on some level Nunk as you buck hits everybody differently, right? Because that song, the club could be peaceful as shit. That song, come on, all of a sudden, everybody hate each other, okay? But you know, also what I think it is, is because our parents gave us this mindset of being black and proud is something you should, because that's what our parents grew up. They grew up at that end. Their parents grew up, you know, know. radical. And so when our parents came up, they was listening to Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. They was getting radical. You know, Afro-American was a big thing. I mean, everybody was listening to somebody because I could say like my family, especially like my grandmother marching with Dr. King, like my grandmother's favorite thing and I think if she was alive today, it'd be the same thing. Her favorite thing was always to let us know, like, you better do something and you better do it well. Because she, her first line was, when I grew up, I was cleaning the white folks' house for maybe 10 cents a day. You know, like, and you were mm-hmm. like, damn. Like, because when you think about it, that's not that far 
away right so that's not that many years that have passed and you were cleaning for 10 cents a day to look at like what she left me like what i inherited from her Mm -hmm. so it's crazy because her mindset was you know black folks gotta play the game but at the same time she her first you know she'd be like you don't never let a cracker tell you you not this this and this she was like i slap a white bitch for anything you know she was (laughs) like we understood what that meant she was like we were willing to die for our cause she was mm-hmm. like we knew we were getting water hose she was like we knew when the clan showed up on our yard you know and all i was like jesus like she was like i can i can tell you and she, you know and her, her mother was native american so she was like we receive hate from both communities because her native american mother married a black man and she was like that was so unheard of back then mm-hmm. that it was you know it was blasphemy so she was like we caught it from everybody but she was like we knew you know, our mom, our my great grandma was like, you're black and you better be proud of it. Because she was like, if you're not proud of it, everybody in this world moving forward will always treat you worse than a dog. And she was like, that's not acceptable in this house. We This family doesn't do that. You know, so yeah. you had a sense of pride instilled into you and then you pass it on to your kids. But now it's like, OK, well, we've done the race riots, you know, and then we've watched the sit in. So now it's like I'm telling my kids by any means necessary if somebody mm-hmm. put their hands on you you putting them in the ground yeah and, and if you don't put you on the ground mm-hmm. and yep look look come on now that's why i tell people this generation because it, it, you know once our parents realize oh this generation you know we were gonna talk back to these white folks because we ain't got the respect of like that we ain't got the we, we right. are not we are your ass anymore there may yeah. not be laws that really help me but there's enough laws where you can't walk around just being the true like racist that you want to be to an extent mm-hmm. because i can have you and this company on instagram twitter yeah. And look, that's what I tell about this younger generation. They don't, and I love it. They don't have no problem with sticking a camera in your face. Man, they they are ruthless. (laughs) They don't have no problem with blasting you. They don't have no problem with sticking a camera. They don't have, they don't have no shame. And I love it. I love that they don't have no shame. And I love that they are willing to say, uh, I'm willing to do by any means necessary because like I said, that that mindset right there is needed because a lot of these people try to intimidate you. They try to, I, what I've seen the videos of SARS and I can't really watch all the videos because I, I literally just, I don't like to subject my mind to black trauma porn, which basically means, you know, watching black people get brutally killed. Right, brutally, you know, yeah. Victimized. I just, yeah, victimized. I can't really watch all of that. I know that it's bad from what I'm just looking at people when I see the aftermath. And, you know, some of those, I'm like, please just put a caution warning so I can just scroll right past it because I'm one of those people. And and like I said, if you know, you can't march, you can't, it's okay. Not everybody's meant to be on the front lines. Not everybody's meant to be at the protest. Some people are too scared. Some people say, I just can't do it. Aggressively tweeting, letting the world know, donating. It's so many other forms of, of protesting you know, that people don't understand. It's people who gra- who get the protest, you know, together. It's right. so many other, and I don't want people just to get so lost in, well, I don't see this person out there on the streets marching and stuff. Not everybody's meant to march because some of y'all, I want y'all to stay home. But so, even when I see people in America marching, sometimes I'm like, you need to honestly be in the house because you're too scared to be marching. 
because you know you you have to take you have to understand there is a risk involved with with protesting marching being on the front line and some people are just literally not willing to take that risk do you think martin luther king didn't have a team michael max didn't have a team they were just strong enough to lead the team but people were in the background putting putting they was in the office while they were sitting sitting everybody didn't go to selma you know, right. so, you know, you people have to understand there's, there's different causes that people have. And honestly, the people who have been on Twitter who enlightened me, my eyes to it, you know, and woke me up to what was going on. And when I saw, and I just started, you know, researching it, and I'm just like, this is ridiculous. But I, I love that these youth are saying, there is no leader. We don't want to talk to you behind closed doors. We want open door meetings. We want you to have a publicized meeting. We want you to be on TV and all this stuff. So I say, I stand with you all, and I am here with you all. Oh, and I'm sending peace and love to my brothers and sister over in Nigeria. Now, on to Krusty Lane's. Really? Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. He's getting charged. I mean, it took long enough. It, it took it took way too long. But Megan should have been talking. Megan, next time. And I'm praying it's not a next time. I say, don't say next time, Lord. Do a lessons learned Look, takeaway, but not a next time. No, this is the next time for any black woman. Report. He shot me. He shot me. I mean, because we at this at this particular point, we are not our brother's keepers. I do have questions. I have a lot of questions, but like I've already posed my question. But my thing is this, whether Megan spoke out about it publicly or not, the this is what should have happened in my mind. And this is what I know what would happen for me personally and what my brothers would have done. But got no brothers now. She don't got no brothers. But I mean, I don't have, you know, she has people who I know she considers to be brothers. I know that. But he wasn't around now. You remember he goes, now, 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 you got to be cautious. He knew people was looking for him. So he went into hiding. He did. And he did right. Because, uh. And you see who didn't step on Miss in, in Texas soil. Yeah, that's also true. No, I mean, everyone played their part right. Because, and you know me, because my brothers, baby, uh. Wouldn't have had to be no case or no nothing. I am honestly afraid of the day I have to, if I ever have to call my brothers and say, you know, my boyfriend or my entanglement. Well, you ain't got to call me. Or my happenship. Uh, Hopefully you ain't got to call. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I really, I pray I never do because I'm afraid what's going to happen to him. Not of what's going to happen to me. <laughs> because uh, uh, I got yeah. one brother. And that's all I need. I mean, between my brothers and I know Megan doesn't have parents, but like what what my, my what the men in my family would do is exactly what I feel the same energy, you know, especially the Houston rappers had when they were like, oh, had yeah. this in Houston, this never would have been a problem. Of course. I mean, I mean, come on now. I mean, if he and I really almost want him to step foot in Houston soil. I just want him because I mean, because because. This is my thing. You was out at the club. My thing is, who was helping yeah. you hide? Because any artist that was helping you hide, well, he probably in his house. house. You know, I mean, you probably he probably lived in a gated community. He probably was like, I mean, he got a little money. He probably lived in a gated community and was like, you know, make sure don't nobody come to you know if they right. Ask but he didn't do that by himself. You know what I mean? I know he was still having a good time and living his life. We know I that he got a little team, and he. I mean, but he was recording a music video. 
uh, not too long ago for some raggedy song, probably, I'm guessing, because I never really cared for Tory Lanez. This is the thing. I never had to cancel Tory Lanez because I never was a big Tory Lanez fan. He had that one song, that hit, like his first big hit. And what was it? Because I never listened I to don't, it. I, look, I would like to tell you that I know the song and how it go, but I don't know the song and how it went. That's how much of the song, like, that's how much... He wasn't an artist to me. You get what I'm saying? And he was he was always, he reminded me of, no, it's not a remind. He is one of those <laughs> artists who always takes a beat, who always takes a 90s beat and, and try to make it his own. Like him and that Jacquees, Jacquees, I think that's what they call him, Jacquees. Uh, they always do, and I don't like that. I don't like people who leave the 90s music beat. But I mean, come on now, let's be very real if we're talking about music. Them 90s beats. No, I don't care. No, no. It ain't, no, ain't, no, ain't no real though. Get your own beat. Get your own. Get in the studio and, and do your own. I don't want to hear no covers every five seconds. I don't want to hear you on somebody else's beat. I want you to be on your own beat. Come on now. now no, because you like the Cardi B song that she had, and she took the 90s beat. Um, no, but most of Cardi B, most, that's, a, that's one song. All his, most of all his songs. Are, are 90s beats. No, I don't want every single song we got to be a beat that you're using or a, or a thing. But let me just say, apparently he has been charged with three felony charges. Yep. One of them is assault with a semi-automatic weapon. I would not need to know. What, what gun was he using? When I think of semi-automatic, what do I think of? I mean, I could list you off a few. I don't know, Tori. You, you little, you a devil. That's what you are. <laughs> it's no shame. It's no if and the buts about it. You're a devil. You're a devil, Tori Lane. You are a devil, 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 devil. You're a devil. You're a devil. You're a devil, Tori. And I really hope. And I think that what they said, twenty two years is it, 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 the max. That's probably not what he's gonna get, but it is the max he can. But get. you know what? I'll be happy with 10 years in a deportation and a ban from America. I mean, I think he'll get deported. Do I think he's going to get 10 years? No. I don't know. He might. Because you got to think about it, Tory. <laughs> I hope Megan testifies against you. Because they're going to call her to the stand. And I don't need her to try to, you know, be hard. I No, 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 Megan. This is the time to be the biggest rat. I don't even call it being a rat. I mean, is it a rat I though? Don't it, I don't. I don't because I don't. I don't consider you to be like six nine. Yeah, I'm about to say there. Those are two different scenarios. She was actually and, the victim. Look, and if they, and if they call a, you a rat, I want you to come out the courthouse with cheese in your hand. If they call you a rat, come out the courthouse with cheese in your hand. But what I do want is for Tori needs to get at least ten years. I really want him to get twenty two. I really want him to get the full extent of the law. I mean, he's not going to get that. I would not mind 22 years. Just to prove a point. You mess with black women, you get 22 years. I, I mean, the first Saturday Night Live was absolutely mm-hmm. beautiful. Uh, I, all jokes aside, that Saturday, it hit my... that it was, it was the truth. And the craziest thing is, she didn't even say, like, me you know, what happened to me. She, you know, she pointed out Breonna Taylor. She did a beautiful job period 
that really was a good uh and and for daniel cameron why are you worried about megan Thee stallion performance when you should be trying to do your job that you suck at i mean you always <laughs> talking about oh, brianna taylor i i do care about black women and all this stuff now now I'm, I'm gonna say this daniel cameron <laughs> i've seen those engagement photos when you was proposing to your girlfriend and you showed those engagement photos. I still think you got that teacup. Because I didn't see no black person and no photos. Do you even talk to your mama? Because honestly, I would be I would I would be humiliating you with my son. I mean, I would definitely uh we would have to have a stern talk, and you have to really, you would really We're have dis- to doing some. Uh, what is it? When I disown you, we're doing some disownment for sure. You would really have to show me proof of why my black son did not charge these white officers with the killing death. And I would, you would need to tell me, you would need to look me in my face and tell me that you care about because you don't care about my life. Because if you are, my, you are my black son. How do you care about my life? How do you what? care about my life if you are willing to do this to us, to a sister? How do you care about your sister's life? I, I I I just don't believe. I don't know. I don't believe. You know, Daniel Cameron. He got got on Fox News and was like, "Oh, Megan Thee Stallion should be ashamed of herself." Blah 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 blah. Shut up, Daniel Cameron. And I mean, this. it's like people don't have anything else to do besides try to drag black women. I'm telling you, shit could not even pertain to us, <laughs> and you still gonna find a way to put black women in the middle of it. I'm just saying, like. It will never have anything to do with us and be like, oh, by the way, did you hear that black girl? Leave us out of it. Leave us all the way out of it. You always need black women to help save y'all's asses, but y'all can't never give us the respect we do. Never. Girl, they... Never. Unfortunately, they never will. I mean, and and that's probably the truth, but the craziest thing is until then, leave me out of it. Leave me out of it. Look, what you just said, leave me the hell up out of it because I don't have time for y'all foolishness and, and, and the stupidity. Now, look, I don't know who is what. Now, well, if you watch The Basquerette, give me a little bit of tea because <laughs> look, I forget. I don't even know who's on it. Who is this girl? Because she was only in Carl, Carly. I think her name is Carly. Uh, Carly from the Bachelorette, I think that's her name. Uh, uh, I think that's her name, Carly. But anyway, the girl from the Bachelorette. I heard the Bachelorette is gonna be juicy tonight, tonight, tonight. I heard by the second episode we will have a whole new Bachelorette. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and from what I heard, the reason why we'll be having a new that's Bachelorette, ridiculous. and I have not seen the episode yet, y'all. Uh, oh, it's Claire, Claire, and oh my God, I can't think of I, I can't think of the guy's name because this is how new this is. I haven't even watched it yet because I got it. I got it saved on the DVR. That I let me tell y'all something. I'm gonna be watching. Really? I'm gonna be sitting right in front of my TV with the juice, and I'm gonna tell y'all all the juice next week because I will be watching this episode. But from the gist of what I got from that little preview, that clip, my mouth was hung open and the saliva was dripping down, baby. Really? Uh, <laughs> really? Look, I have to give you it to you. Out of control. 
I have to give it to them. The way they the way they gave me that <laughs> preview. You're fired. You and that crazy ass girl are both fired. Y'all are wild. I was like, so apparently uh Claire goes on the bachelor rat and from what i have seen she she's meeting all her guys you know when you because because from what i remember from when i used to watch back in the day i watched like four seasons and i stopped watching it is that you you know they walk up to you they give you the uh they give you a little you know you meet them they give you the role and all this stuff and uh you get to you know you you only get about what 30 seconds you don't get much with them you don't get to you don't get to know them like well well but you get to know them enough Apparently, she met one dude named Dale. Her heart fluttered. Not Dale. Cause I did Dale. I did, but I saw Dale. Oh Dale, really? Dale. Can you get it together? Well, Dale, 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 Dale. But apparently, she saw Dale, and I do. I did see her say, when I saw the first clip, she did say. Oh my God, I think I saw my husband. I think I met my husband. That's not a part of the game. You can't do that. Let me explain to you. What do you think The Bachelorette is? I don't care what it is. I know you're not going to do that after one round. You're going to get me. What are you calling a game? No. It's a game? Give me my fourth show. Period. Do you think this is a game show? Or you think they're there to find true love? Because you I think they yeah. the viewers wanted to be round one. What do you think this is? But apparently she met Dale, and apparently, from what I saw, well, one guy was being completely rude. That jackass that I saw who said, "Uh, oh my God, you got us here with the oldest bachelorette, and she's acting like this." Just because How old somebody, is she? she's thirty nine. But she's old. Just stop that. And I find oh. I find that offensive and rude. Like just because she's thirty nine, she hasn't found true love yet. Like you, you, there's no age limit to finding true love. There's no. not. But we're on TV, boo. Uh, that well, is clearly because she was thirty nine when he got up in there and didn't and didn't mind because they're not gonna hook you up with nobody. They're not gonna bring no twenty four year old up in there. So you old too, grandpa. Because if she's thirty nine, you're probably thirty seven. It's the youngest, and you're probably forty one. Because you know, old men love to talk about uh other. Love, love talking about old women who's single. You know what? I don't know what you took <laughs> before we got on this episode. Anyway, anyway, she saw Dale, and I did see her say, and then I, but I did see some people was hating that she don't know the real Dale. She gonna realize the real Dale and all this stuff, but she didn't need to realize the real Dale because from what I hear, from what I hear, and from what I saw, I don't know who hosts who hosts the Bachelorette. What's that white man's name? Why am I supposed to know this? Because I thought you watched The Bachelorette. I do, but I, you know, I've only watched the one season with Rachel because I was supporting the black girl. And I don't that know his name, but everybody know him. If that I was the Bachelorette host, everybody know who he is. But anyway, I heard him sit her down and he said, "Congratulations, you just ruined <laughs> <laughs> the Bachelorette." <laughs> well, I'm glad somebody told her. But from what I'm hearing, the tea on the street is that Dale and her are engaged. 
from what I heard from the little, when I was looking up like some, you know, spoilers and stuff, because I do remember this trending. Why do you look up spoilers? No, no, but you know why? Because I remember this trending. You know, when you're on Twitter and you look at the trends, I remember this trending like a, a little while back. And I was wondering, like, oh, The Bachelorette is coming out? You know, if I, you know, during quarantine, okay, well, you got something to watch during quarantine because, you know, everything was pretty much off. And so you're like, okay. And then that's when they was like, oh, my gosh, shocking spoiler, Bachelorette. And I do remember them saying, like, it was so juicy that halfway in between, they had to bring another Bachelorette in. That is absolutely, absolutely absolutely ridiculous so from what i hear that better not be true this all better be a hype this this is true girl the black it's a black bachelor it's a black bachelorette coming in this is because she she will be because that's the way they were like because i do remember people being like really this is how we get our black bachelorette (laughs) i mean i'm gonna take it i'm gonna take it as a win because i'm gonna watch the bachelor now to once again do what support the sister i am but I, I remember that being trend, like being a whole trend. But from what I hear, Dale, that chocolate got that little white guy. You know what? <laughs> you were out of control. And you know what? I was looking at his Twitter page. Of course you were. Not Twitter page. I was looking at his Instagram. Because you know I have to see. Is he this fine that she got, that she got, he, he, brother man is fine i was looking at him he's mixed he got a black mom he got a white mama and a black daddy and when i say his family is black (laughs) (laughs) they even made me more happy oh she really gonna have she really getting welcomed in by the black family you know oh my god so i last i do Look, look my whole you know season of watching you know what hopefully my black queen Finds herself a nice little yeah, because yeah, I'm all here for the black because girl. Let me tell you something. I absolutely love Rachel and her boo. I don't know Ooh, who love. What's her boo name? Boo. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a doctor, isn't he? Don't make yeah. me lie. I just know I call no, him. He's a doctor. He's a doctor. He's still and uh, what I love about him is that he's not all Hollywood. Rachel Boo. He is still like you know practicing. Uh, he's fine. Uh, they got their little dog. He's fine. Uh, <laughs> and he's fine because I don't think he said that enough. I know. I don't think she does law anymore. I think she does more like entertainment, you know. Right. She, I, see her I think a lot. you're correct on that. But them as a couple are very cute. Like they are very down to earth. They're very realistic and very attractive. Yes, they are a gorgeous couple. Very, like I, I know their kids are going to be uh, some lookers because let me. T- they, when I see and and I love that their wedding was very not on the bachelorette. And I love that uh, Rachel calls out racist bachelorettes and bachelors. I, I mean, love she's outspoken. And I love her calling them out. She was like, you need to, like, this is not okay. Like, you, this is, this is racism. Like, this is a performance. And I know that when they um, had like a, uh, I remember like, because she showed a clip of they had like a, what people say to like bachelorettes and bachelors, like like the mean comments and stuff. And she was, and she did like a segment on like the racism she gets from being like, you know, the first black bachelorette. 
and all this stuff. And she was saying like all the hate that she had gotten just for being, having that title and that name. And it was really powerful. Like, and they were like sending her, you know, at the time, I believe was her fiance or I don't know if they were married at the time, but they like the stuff they were sending him. It was just really nasty. And I felt like, you know, I mean, we, the bachelor has been on our own for a long, long time for them, for, for her to be the first black bachelorette was ridiculous, you know? And then it's like, now I think after this, they have a black bachelor coming and oh, I mean, okay. it just, it, it seems to me to be kind of performative. Like it took me for the black bachelor Rhett and the black bachelor for them to be like right now, it seems to me that they were just being like. We understand Black Lives Matter. You get because it because to me it. Why did it take this year? Why did it take all of this? Right. What this is it about this year? We know what it is about this year, but what is it about this year that y'all mm-hmm. just like? Oh, Black folks need love too. Yeah, you know. Let's just be honest. They they chose a Black bachelor after all the stuff that had gone on this year. After all of the issues that were, you know, when people were saying, you know, we're going to do better, we're going to be, you know, Black Lives Matter, all this stuff. This is when they chose the Black Bachelor. This is when the Black Bachelorette came in. So we have to, you know, you know, be real with ourselves that a lot of this stuff is performative acts. But we do have to, you know, that sometimes we have to take the performative acts and just be grateful that we got something. Because let me tell you something. I usually don't watch The Bachelor, but I'm about to watch The Bachelorette this season. And next year I will be watching The Bachelor. Uh, bachelorette and I'm gonna be watching The Bachelor. I'm gonna watch the back the back black folks and I want because I want them to get high ratings. Right. And we all know with the way Kim tweets about Big Brother. This well I'm not gonna be tweeting like that about the beginning of what we you know, I mean I'm not gonna say I'm gonna keep up with every episode. Because well, give it the same energy you give Big Brother. Well I don't I don't watch but let me tell you something. This year I watched Big Brother Nigeria. Big Brother Nigeria. But it's still a big brother. I was tweeting heavily because it was black. let me tell you something that was the best thing I could done for my mental peace this year because again I told y'all the I, I just felt honestly and I thank my friend who got me on big brother Nigeria she's actually Nigerian and she was like you need to watch this big brother like it's just it, it's soothing to your soul and this is the year like you need to and it was because I knew a black person was gonna win it was just soothing to see black people not have to hold themselves back for being angry black you know all this stuff they could be free they could be themselves because it was only black people in the house so for my mental peace this year watching black people live their best life was best for me i mean i guess i just didn't have time to watch no more racist white folks i guess but but with that i'm I'm gonna go ahead and say this about racism Mm -hmm. tell me just recap for the audience because i'm gonna set this up so entertain me for a minute how many days was it before brianna taylor murderer a police officer was convicted or even charged, not convicted. convicted. He didn't even get convicted. He wasn't convicted. Not for Brianna's. He got, the walls got convicted. (laughs) How many days before this man was even charged? Wrong tongue. Wasn't it one? Right. Right? So let me, let me just do this one rant. And this, I I mean, I'm an animal lover. Y'all know I'm an animal lover. Can nobody ever deny it? Nobody. I don't understand how a human being, a beautiful black woman, could not get the speediness of having her killer charged and 
convicted as a porcupine could. What? What? What happened with a porcupine? Two main police officers, and this story pissed me off. Two main police officers beat a porcupine. Whoa. Porcupines. They beat more than one with their baton while they were on uh while they were on duty but they have been fired what yes when did they when did they beat the porcupine on the 12th the story came out on the 12th so i'm gonna say are you saying a 12th of uh 12th of what the 12th of october they beat instead of wait what <laughs> and they already fired yes And this is my issue. I have, like I said, I'm an animal lover. I do not condone animal abuse. People need to understand that. However, a human life, someone who was active in their community could not see justice on any level. But for some reason, two main police officers could get fired on this spot for mm. killing porcupines. Can I please get a fucking explanation? Because I don't even think that the, I know one police officer got fired, but I don't think the other ones did. I think they got suspended, didn't they? And to my knowledge, they got suspended. So now, I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, y'all, please let me know. No, but I don't remember hearing fired. I remember one of them getting fired and then the other ones. I want to say they got suspended, but is that with pay or without pay? Because it doesn't matter. You still kept your job. You still kept your pension. Well, yeah, it it it, it, it matters when you got because if you're getting suspended with pay, you're on a vacation. Right. And, and I mean, and the point of this, and this is what really enraged me, they just moved so fast on this porcupine, situ- uh, porcupine situation, but we couldn't, we didn't even see it. I understand it was in two different places, but my thing is this. If everybody would move so expeditiously when you mm-hmm. hear an animal is abused the same way you hear a woman, a black woman was mm-hmm. shot, or a black man was killed, we wouldn't have no issues. Mm-hmm. Now, I am sorry for those porcupines. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sorry for them, but come on now. A but I guy? mean, for those police officers to be straight up fired, like, you know, as soon as the video hit the air, they were fired. But you, we didn't even take that same energy with a human life. Mm-hmm. I got an issue with that. Well, you know what that and and that's my issue with animal lovers, and I'm not gonna say all of them. I'm not gonna say all of them, but some of y'all, some animal lovers. I like animal. I love animals too, but I will never put it up there with a black life or you know a, a, a killer. A, you know somebody like Breonna Taylor. I won't put a porcupine up there with Breonna Taylor's life. That's just me. I won't do that. And I know some people who will. And I'm just like, I find it offensive that you're putting Brianna Taylor. It is offensive. You know, who got killed, who got murdered. Because y'all acted so swiftly. And this one, this brings me back to Michael Vick. You acted so swiftly with Michael Vick. Oh, Peter came out. Oh, all these people came out. Oh, they marched and they said he had to go to jail. Michael Vick didn't even um do the dog racing. Right. It was in his house. But now let me be very clear on this incident. This incident did take place early June. They're just now getting fired because apparently people are just now, I guess, authority figures are just figuring this out. Like their bosses are just but, now. Are seeing the but business. that's what I'm saying. But the they were video still was released. They, and they may have done it in early June, but they clearly didn't have any knowledge. Brianna Taylor, it was knowledge. Witnesses came. Right. Right. It was 
universe, it was worldwide global knowledge that this black young black lady was unjustly murdered. And now we have the video. Now her uh, boyfriend has come out, you know, done an interview with Gail King, which I really hope, Gail, I really hope you was. I really hope. <laughs> like, I, honestly, I almost when I saw the video and I saw Gail King did it, I ain't gonna lie, I cringed. I knew you were gonna say that. I knew you were gonna. And, say I, that and I really was just praying that Gail was being like, please, Gail, let's be guided on this interview. Let's be guided. Let's not make him the you know the right the, uh, right I, Let's make him the victim that he is. Because if somebody knocks on your door, and it was, because I already saw, like, it, well, 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 wouldn't that make you think it was the police if they knocked on your door that loud? Why would I think that's the police if they knocking on my door that loud? I'm thinking you're here to do something. And I'm, if you come into my house, like we have said on this program before, pow, pow to the chest, nigga. Pow, pow. Right, because if you come doing a police knock on my door, uh, if you ain't announcing yourself, I'm not going to promise what's going to happen to you. Period. And so I really hope... That when I watched the interview, that Gail King is being very guided. But I think Gail King has learned her lesson. But you know what? That leads me to my next rant. You, <laughs> you own it today. Because I, I want to tell you all this story before we go. Because this needs to be shared. Now, I would like to preface before this story, all names in the story have been changed. <laughs> what? <laughs> all names in the story have been modified. Okay? So... With what we just said and what what I just said, if somebody knocks on my door, I'm not thinking you the law, period. Sorry, not thinking about it. What I am going to do is, uh, you know, I'm with it. So enter at your own risk. Now, Kim, tell me this. I'm going to tell you the story, but I want to hear your answer first. If you are at home in your house, minding your business and you're cleaning just you know going about your business doing something and you hear something on the roof right what just just answer me if you hear something on the roof and you see somebody on the roof what what what's your first reaction i'm shooting at the top thank you thank you thank you what is going on in your neighborhood girl Y'all, let me tell you, who, let me tell you. Now, I'm not a violent person. Mm. Shut up. I'm not a violent person. Oh, that's violence right <laughs> But this last week, Lord, Lord, I was tested. So with names being changed, here we go. Becky. Becky had an issue at her house, okay? Now, I didn't know Becky had the issue at her house because whatever go on in your house is what? Your business. So her business spilled out onto my, my, my house, which is my business. So here I am driving, minding my business. My neighbor calls me. Hey, girl. I said, hey, what's up? She said, oh, I just want to know, did you call pest control? I said, excuse me? She said, did you call pest control? Because there's somebody on your roof. Who on my roof? Girl, pest control on your roof. Did you call somebody? So, you know, black folks, this went on for a good five minutes. (laughs) I said, no, I didn't call nobody. What's up? She said, well, I don't know how close you are to home, but you need to get here because if you didn't call somebody, somebody's on your roof and I don't think it's right, but I just wanted to let you know. 
I said, okay, I sure appreciate it. Good looking out. She said, so what do you want me to do? I said, well, if he get ready to leave, you need to stop him. <laughs> That's first. She said, okay, let me put my shoes on. I'm ready. I said, okay, cool. I'll be there. So here I am. I mean, that forerunner, that forerunner, y'all, probably look like a fucking Batmobile, baby. <laughs> when I tell you nobody on the street was safe, nobody was safe. Almost hit a bicyclist and a pedestrian trying to get to my house. Y'all, I whipped that corner. First thing I did, ah, boom, parked, blocked him in. Sir, how can I help you? Oh, I was just on the roof, you know, taking care of some business. Sir, how can I help you? Oh, well, you know, uh, I was here for the neighbor. I said, yeah, I understand that. But what are you doing on my property? Well, you know, I had to put the ladder up. Sir, you're misunderstanding everything I'm saying. What the fuck is your ladder <laughs> doing on my property? You feel me? Because I didn't call you. So what's up? He was like, oh, well, she had a raccoon. Bitch, what? <laughs> you had a, a what i said okay i said well um you need to move your ladder because that's my house and you on my house and i was like that's not your problem i know you know the homeowner obviously didn't tell you but i'm gonna tell you right now who didn't know that the, that the other house next to him wasn't was hers he knew. He told me, he said, I didn't, I couldn't put the ladder on her side because she had some trees blocked in the way and it wasn't safe. I said, okay, that's fine because your ladder already up there. But I said, this ladder needs to come down. And I mean, ASAP. I said, so are you almost done? And the only reason, y'all, I was so nice is because it was a brother. <laughs> had it not been one of us. <laughs> oh, baby. Motherfucker, get all your shit up off my property. Okay. All of it. But it was a black man. Say what y'all want. But it was a black man. So here I am not trying to give him no hard times. Okay, finish your job. I'm going to go talk to the homeowner. So uh turned off my car. Here I am. I mean, walking angry. Like if angry was a person, it was I. Okay, she and I were in one. Ring the doorbell. Here come Becky coming out. Well, I thought it was going to be Becky. It wasn't. It was Amanda. Amanda comes out. Oh, hey, Bianca. No, oh, hey, how are you? Can I help you? Yeah, your uh, guy's ladder is on my property. That can't happen. Oh, okay, well, I didn't know Becky didn't call you. I said, look, I don't know what's going on in this house because, you know, what goes on in this house is what? Your business. But I know you can't be on my property. And I said, this this can't happen again because if old dude fall down and break his neck, who you not going to sue is me because I don't have the time. You understand? Yeah. <laughs> don't have the time for it. She was like, oh, okay, well, does Becky have your number? Yeah, she got my number. You tell her to call me next time she feels the need to get on my property. Because, see, I don't know what you think is going on in this house, but I'm up in this bitch every day. Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> don't be on my shit. I mean, I had to get real because at that point, at that point, I felt threatened because here you are, a white woman in a black neighborhood, and you were so brazen enough to think it's okay to put your shit on my property without asking. And then you in the flower bed of all things in my flower bed. Are you serious, sir? Get your shit and move. So I told her, I said, this is a safety hazard. She said, oh, how is it a safety hazard? Well, Amanda, 
I didn't know nobody was going to be on my roof. You almost got this man. What? Shot. <laughs> she was, oh my goodness. I said, yeah, what would you do if somebody was on your roof walking around and in your skylight, you just see a man just standing there on your roof and you ain't called nobody. What you going to do? Because you see, what you going to do is have somebody hanging from a tree. That's exactly your M.O. History done shown it. But you almost got him shot and you almost cost the man his life. So next time, I suggest you tell Becky to call me before somebody come on my property. Oh, okay. I'm going um, to go in the house right now and I'm going to tell her to give you a call. Do you think she called me? <laughs> I said, you tell her exactly what I said. You tell her. Because ain't nobody afraid over here. I pay bills just like you pay bills. In my shit. Oh, so y'all i'm gonna tell you like this the pandemic has obviously put me in a different state of mind what's mine is mine and what's yours is yours stay off my shit okay that's all i gotta say i mean i've been complaining to y'all about this neighborly stuff from the right hand neighbor to the left hand neighbor but this was the most unneighborly thing you could have done and I, then I had to go back and tell the black man, brother, I love you. I do. And I respect that you, you know, you, you trying to do what's right and you got a job. I said, but sir, if you would have fell off that ladder, I just would have stepped right over you and kept going because you weren't supposed to be on my house. Well, that wouldn't matter if you fell off. That ain't your business. Look, like I told him, I would have stepped off and kept moving because I cannot be responsible for what happens to you. I didn't even know you were supposed to be up there. And I understood what he was saying. Well, it was the only way. Well, you know what? Why he didn't go to the backyard? Why he didn't go on the neighbor's yard? The other neighbor's yard. Not the neighbor that called me, but the other neighbor who thinks I don't know that she was outside talking to him. And then when I rang your doorbell to inform you about some other stuff that happened, you still didn't have the courtesy to tell me, oh, I saw a man on your roof today. Uh-huh. See, but that's okay, because when I see somebody creeping into your house... I'm not calling you to give you on that note. We gonna leave. We gonna stay on a positive vibe. We gonna we gonna act like we didn't hear that that meanness come out on that neck. No, no, we didn't hear that. Okay, y'all ain't gotta hear it, but y'all know what's up. Positive vibes only. Mm -hmm. Positive vibes. Stay off my shit. That's a positive vibe. Mm -hmm. That'll keep you alive. It's a positive vibe. Hey, keep you alive on a positive vibe. Keep you, you alive, y'all. <laughs> We, I am <laughs> happy y'all listening and tuned in. <laughs> Texas, if you are, uh, didn't know, early voting started Tuesday, uh, October 13th. I think it lasts for two weeks. So make sure you get out there and early vote. I think Atlanta has already started. So that means Georgia has already started. I don't know when Chicago, when Illinois starts. I think Chicago has already started, but if I'm not mistaken, I do believe by the end of next week, I think it's over for early voting. Then you'll just yeah. have to do your regular voting on that one day. Yeah. So if you can early vote, get out there um, because they are trying to suppress, uh, you know, the voting because there's record tearing out. And also for people in California, um, go look and see how your drop off ballot 
it's uh, your drop-off box is supposed to look like. I know the base of it is yellow, and I think got silver on it and all that stuff because a church, and it was linked to the Republican Party, had admitted in California that they had been placing fake ballot boxes um, around. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the Jesus, Jesus, the church, now the church, the church, church. But the church was a heavy, heavy Republican. Um, so... Y'all I mean, it's church. You just supposed to go and be you, not yeah. a Republican. I didn't even know church was supposed to be in politics because, uh, you know, but that's just me. Uh, but anyway, so if you are in California, make sure you are putting. Well, if you're anywhere, make sure you look up what how the ballot, um, how the drop off boxes is supposed to look like because they are putting up a lot of fake ballot boxes, drop off boxes around. Um, so please be cautious, be mindful, and understand that the lines might be long when you go and vote, but do not let them uh, make you, you know, suppress. And also check around before you even go to that place because you might need to drop a little bit further if it's going to be, you know, less wait time. Love y'all. And All right, y'all. Y'all know that you check us out Mondays, Unapologetic Radio. Catch up. You do not want to miss out on any more shows. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Real Times with the ZKB. If you want to continue to email us, Real Times with the ZKB at gmail.com. We love y'all. We are going to do this again next week. Hopefully, we're keeping positive vibes to stay alive. Hey, okay. That's going to be a new thing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do something for y'all on that. I know y'all want to hear this gorgeous voice. Y'all always hear it, Kim's. I'm going to show y'all. On that note, y'all, I love y'all. And y'all have a great week and go vote. Because if you don't vote, you can't complain, damn it. So go vote. Peace. Peace.